Pastor Sandra tells it like it is. So last week I introduced Psalm 51 to start the series for my next teaching. And I'm going to jump into the teaching and repeat the text that I read last week, taken from the book of Acts, chapter 13, verse 22. And I read, after moving, after removing Saul, he made David their king. God testified concerning him. I have found David, son of Jesse, a man after my own heart. He will do everything I want him to do. So the very man God testified he had found was the very man that came before God pleading for mercy in Psalm 51. David, the son of Jesse, a man after my own heart, God said, and that he will do everything he wants him to do. So I'm going to take my read from verse 1 to 11 um, of Psalm 51 to start my teaching. And I read from the King James Version. And I read, Have mercy upon me, O God, according to thy loving kindness, according unto the multitude of thy tender mercies. Blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from mine iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. For I acknowledge my transgressions and my sin is ever before me. Against thee, thee only, have I sinned and done this evil in thy sight, that thou mightest be justified when thou speakest and be cleared when thou judgest. Behold, I was shapen in iniquity and in sin did my mother conceive me. Behold, thou desirest truth in the inward parts and in the hidden part, thou shalt make me to know wisdom. Purge me with hyssop and I will be clean. Wash me and I shall be whiter than snow. Make me to hear joy and gladness that the bones which thou hast broken may rejoice. Hide thy face from my sins and blot out all mine iniquities, creating me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from thy presence, and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. So, children of God, the very man God reported in, Verse 22 of Acts chapter 13 that he had found. The very man God boasts, I have found David, son of Jesse, a man after my own heart. He will do everything I want him to do. In other words, this guy will do the whole shebang. He would never question my allegiance and sovereignty and power. He will never put a foot out of place. He will care about me and have deep feelings for me. David, the man that pleases God, the man that walks in the will and is compliant to the will of God, was the very man that came before God 
in Psalm 51 verse 5. Why? He had done evil as he calls it. He had done evil in the sight of God. And David said to God in verse 6, Behold, thou desirest truth in the inward parts, and in the hidden part thou, thou shalt make me to know wisdom. Night and day this truth was eating at David's conscience. Why? To whom much is given, much is expected. And it is a truth that we all have to settle before God. But to whom much is given, much is expected. So David said, Behold, thou desirest truth in the inward parts, and in the hidden part, thou shalt make me to know wisdom. So what is this truth? Behold, thou desirest truth in the inward parts, and in the hidden part, thou shalt make me to know wisdom. What is the truth? David knew. Well, Apostle Matthew record in Matthew chapter 22, verses 37 to 40. And he said, Jesus said unto him, when the gentleman asked Jesus a question, Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment, Jesus said. And the second is like unto it, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. And Jesus told, on these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. So this is the truth, the inward truth, I believe, that was eating away on the inside and, and, and the hidden part of the king. David is thinking, I'm supposed to do better. I'm supposed to know better. God, your truth, and you dwell on the inside of me. In fact, you live on the inside of me. That's where your dress is. You are wisdom. You are my wisdom. You are the wisdom that resides on the inside of me. I have the ability to spot differences. I have the unction of the Holy One living on the inside of me. I have the unction to function. And to whom much is given, much is expected. So David was pulling out everything that he knows out of Papa God to deliver him from this evil that he had committed against him. So he pulled on the tender mercies of God. He pulled on the multitude of the tender mercies because God not only possessed tender mercies, he, 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 God has multitude of tender mercies. So David pulled on both the tender mercies and the multitude of tender mercies of God. He pulled on Papa God's loving kindness and um, he went and he pulled on God's laundromat, I call it. 
in verse 2. And he asked Papa God, wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. He said, blot out my transgressions, wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sins. For I acknowledge my transgressions and my sin is ever before me. Against thee, thee only have I sinned and done this evil in thy sight, that thou mightest be justified when thou speakest, and be cleared, be clear when thou judgest. Behold, I was shapen in iniquity, and in sin my mother conceived me. Behold, thou desirest truth in the inward parts, and in the hidden part thou shalt make me to know wisdom. David, did you think God wasn't aware of all of these before? Did you think God did not know all these before you, David? The sin King David committed almost killed him. The guilts King David was carrying were so heavy, they stood before him night and day like a mountain. Verse 3, David said, For I acknowledge my transgressions, and my sin is ever before me. So the sin of King David became vexation and torments and a nuisance and irritation and pains to David's conscience. They were like a hive of bee night and day in his ears. He could not sleep and it did not stop there. It went on and on and on. Listen, torments of the torments of the torments. He said, and he kept repeating, for I acknowledge my transgressions, I've already acknowledged it, and my sin was still ever before me. My sin is ever before me, David was, means David was tormented night and day. He was plagued by the guilt on what he had done. The trust and confidence of God had placed on him and the fact that he let God down. He sinned against God, sinned against himself. King David sinned against man, he sinned against his position, sinned against his personal and chief security. Wisdom resides on the inside of David. David had the ability to spot differences. He had the unction of the Holy One living on the inside of him. Yet he took Uriah's wife and had him murdered and behaved as though nothing was wrong. Uriah sits night and day at the front door of King David's to guard and secure security for his king. Uriah puts his master's security over taking time out to spend with his wife. David murdered Uriah and took everything away from him and pretended as though nothing had happened. So I'm going to pick up the story in Second Samuel chapter 12, 1 to 14, and come back next week with part two of the teaching. Second Samuel chapter 12 and 
verse 1 to 14, and I'm going to read. And the Lord sent Nathan to David. He came to him and said to him, There were two men in a certain city, the one rich and the other poor. The rich man had very many flocks and herds, but the poor man had nothing but one little ewe lamb which he had bought and he brought it up and it grew up with him and with his children it used to eat of his morsel and drink from his cup and lie in his arms and it was like a daughter to him now there came a traveler to the rich man and he was unwilling to take one of his own flock or herd to prepare for the guests who had come to him. But he took the poor man's lamb and prepared it for the man who had come to him. Then David's anger was greatly kindled against the man. And he said to Nathan, As the Lord lives, the man who has done this deserves to die. And he shall restore the lamb fourfold because he did this thing and because he had no pity. Nathan said to David, you are the man. Thus said the Lord, the God of Israel, I anointed you king over Israel and I delivered you out of the hand of Saul. And I gave you your master's house and your master's wives into your arms and gave you the house of Israel and of Judah. And if this were too little, I would add to you as much more. Why have you despised the word of the Lord to do what is evil in his sight? You have struck down Uriah the Hittite with the sword and have taken his wife to be your wife. And have killed him with the sword of the Ammonites. Now therefore the sword shall never depart from your house. Because you have despised me. And have taken the wife of Uriah the Hittite to be your wife. Thus said the Lord, behold, I will raise up evil against you out of your own house. And I will take your wives before your eyes and give them to your neighbor. And he shall lie with your wives in the sight of this son. For you did it secretly. But I will do this thing before all Israel and before the son. David said to Nathan, I have sinned against the Lord. And Nathan said to David, the Lord also has put away your sins, your sin, you shall not die. Nevertheless, because by this deed you have utterly scorned the Lord, the child who is born to you shall die. So children of God, I'm going to close off there for today. And um, next week I will come back again with the teaching into this 
um, text that I have read and um, and um, we take it from there but before I go as I've always done I'm going to pray Father God thank you for part one of this teaching open the eyes of children of God's understanding so we can learn from this story King David was plagued by the guilt on what he had done he had broken trust and confidence with you, Papa God. He was extremely affected and bothered by the fact that he had let you down. He sinned against God. He sinned against himself. Sin committed against man, his position, against his personal security. He took his security guard's wife and set him up at the battlefront for murder. But Papa God says, and is still saying in this dispensation, that though our sins be red as crimson, he, Papa God, through the precious blood of Jesus, can make us whiter than snow. Though our sins be as red as scarlet, you can make us whiter than wool. Grant children of God the confidence grandchildren of God, the know-how that we can go and come back to you, Papa God, as David came to you in Psalm 51 to pull on your mercies, your tender mercies, your loving kindness. And he came back with a broken and a contrite heart. And so grant children of God the confidence to know that we can come back to you and in confidence and be effective ministers and to fulfill the calling you have purpose for us. Let your will be done in our lives and let your purpose be accomplished. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. So, children of God, this is Pastor Sandra checking out, and I'll come back next week with the teaching. God bless you.